you are the descendants prophesied to Abraham from the most high God. Almost 6,000 years ago, God had you in mind. Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs and shall serve them and they shall afflict them for hundred years. Can you believe that? Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. Nothing in this life right here is a coincidence. Nothing in this life right here is luck or chance. Our poverty and the tribulations that we face every single day is not an accident. It's deliberate. And our deliverance and our our salvation from these conditions that we are currently living in will also be deliberate. Juneteenth, Juneteenth. Juneteenth, also known as Freedom Day, is an annual celebration commemorating the emancipation of enslaved African Americans in the United States. It all started on June 19th, 1865. So Juneteenth is now a federal holiday signed into office by President Joe Biden. And it is the day that the slaves in Texas learned that chattel slavery had ended and now they commemorate that and as many have been commemorating it already before it became a federal holiday and celebrating year after year the day that they learned that chattel slavery had ended. And I believe that that is admirable and there is nothing wrong with honoring your ancestors and the sacrifices that they made for us and the conditions that they were in then in chattel slavery, but we are also still in a captivity here today. In the old Christian church, they used to say that when you read a scripture about a promise from God that you should celebrate it now today, celebrate it on faith, celebrate it now today like it has already come to pass. When you read a scripture from God, one of his prophecies that he has prophesied that will happen one day in the old church, they would say celebrate it right now because anything that God has prophesied, they say, and the scripture says will come to pass. So when you read in Genesis 15, and 13, when it says that then the Lord said to him, know for certain that for 400 years that your descendants will be strangers in a country or in a land that is not their own and that they would be enslaved and mistreated there. When you read that and it says that, but the nations that mistreated them or that enslaved them that I will judge. All right, the document you're looking at is H.R. 1242, the African American Act. This is proof. That God is judging America and that the release of the Israelites draw nigh. And that after that, they would come out with great substance. When you read that, you should start to celebrate. Oh, Lord, help me preach this thing. Because even a child could read this. Even a student in middle school could read that exact scripture and say that this only applies to one people ever in the history of the world to be in a strange land, not their own, for 400 years. So we should start to rejoice. We should start to celebrate, especially once we see the nations to whom mistreated us, to whom enslaved us, start to be judged. We should start to rejoice and start shouting and celebrating because the judgment of these nations is a clear-cut indication that our deliverance, that our salvation is drawing near Juneteenth. I'm preaching right now. Juneteenth. Juneteenth marks the day that all slaves are freed in the United States. Although the Emancipation Proclamation was was issued in 1863, slavery wasn't completely abolished until two years later. On June 19th in 1865, 250,000 enslaved black people in Texas who were never informed of their freedom were finally told that they were free. June 19th marks the day when everyone in the United States was officially free, and that's why we celebrate Juneteenth. So let me speak plainly. The Bible 
is a redemption story. Redemption, the action of being saved or being rescued from sin, error, or evil. Redemption, the action of being saved from something or from somewhere to be saved, to be redeemed, to be delivered. In order for you to be saved or delivered, you have to be captured. You have to be bound. Something has to incarcerate you. Oh Lord, help me preach this thing. And believe it or not, the Bible prophesied, the Bible plain text written says how these people would be bound, how they would be captured, and how they would be incarcerated. Let's start at Deuteronomy 28 and 64. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people from one end of the earth to the other. There thou shalt serve other gods which you nor your fathers have known. Listen to this. And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt with ships. That word Egypt means slavery. So the Lord is going to now scatter a people from one end of the earth to the, to the other on slave ships. This is what the scripture says plainly. Listen to this. By the way thereof I speak of unto thee, thou shalt see it no more again. And there, when you get off the boat, there you shall be sold to your enemies for bondman, slave man, and slave woman. This is a clear cut scripture that even a kid in middle school, even a kid in fifth grade in elementary could tell you that 400 years ago, Genesis 15 and 13, that 400 years ago, give or take, that there was only one people to be sent to the ends of the earth to every single nation on slave ships. Lord, help me preach this thing. Leviticus 26 and 33. But I will scatter you among the nations and draw out a sword after you and your lands will become desolate and your cities will become a wasteland. So this same people, same scripture, precept upon precept, another scripture giving more evidence of this same people that 400 years ago, they were scattered abroad to all the nations on the planet. Look at this, Nehemiah 1 and 8. Remember, I beseech thee, the word that thou commandest thy servant Moses, ye a saying, if ye transgress, if you break any of my laws, commandments, and statutes, listen to this, I will scatter you abroad amongst the nations. It does not take a pastor, a preacher, a priest, a rabbi, or anyone to break this down for you. Because we all have learned the basics of history. And we know that this only happened to one people ever in the history of the world. And that's the so-called black people. Uh, you can call them black Americans, uh, black Britons. You can call them whatever you want to call them. But they were so-called scattered to all nations on the planet Earth. And they were scattered there by ships. I'm preaching right now. Perhaps the last glimpse most enslaved Africans heading to America had of their homeland was Bunce Island and Sierra Leone, typically the starting point for the Middle Passage voyage from Africa to the New World. The journey, lasting from one to six months, depending upon weather conditions, was horrifying, with vast numbers of human cargo dying along the way from disease and starvation. Conditions were abysmal, with male slaves usually chained in pairs to save space and stacked on shelves with no ventilation and no ability to move around. Slaves, often numbering 350 to 450 per slave vessel, were fed one meal per day unless food became scarce due to a lengthier voyage, at which time the crew took precedence. Jeremiah 16, 13, Therefore I will cast you out of this land, 
into a land that ye not know, neither your fathers, and there you will serve other gods day and night, and I will show you no favor. God will show you no favor. In these other lands that we were scattered to, we don't have no favor with God. We the lowest. And if you go to Deuteronomy 28 and 15, you can read the curses. You can also go to Leviticus uh, 26, and you can read some of the curses that would come upon this scattered people when they were scattered into these nations abroad. Not just curses, but affliction, oppression, tribulation. They would be under turmoil. They would be in poverty. Can you name a people like this in every single country on the planet Earth? They are dark melanated people. Go to Mexico. You see the white Mexicans coming over the border, but they don't show you the people that look like this. Go to Nicaragua. You see the, the you, they'll show you the brown and the white Nicaraguans. Go to Brazil. They'll show you the white Brazilians, but they don't show you the ones that look like this. They're the ones living in poverty. Their cities look very similar to what the cities look like in Detroit. Their cities look very similar to what the cities look like in East Oakland. Their cities look very similar to what it looks like in Chicago. These curses, this oppression, the scripture said, would follow them into every nation. I'm trying to show you that the collective condition of our people is not an accident. It's not luck. It's not chance. It's not misfortune. We didn't just randomly fall into this. Oh, Lord, help me. We were born into this captivity. Ah, Y'all better hear what I'm saying. We were born into this condition because God placed us in these conditions. He scattered us abroad. And the scripture says that he is also going to gather us from the nations where he scattered us. That's what we're celebrating this Juneteenth. Oh, Lord, help me. That's what I'm celebrating this Juneteenth. I don't know what y'all celebrate, but that's what I'm celebrating this Juneteenth. Let me give y'all one more because this one is good. Jubilee 1 and 18. Because this is just, look, look, these are, this is the lost book. This is one of the lost books, the book of Jubilees. This is why they took certain books out of the Bible. Why there's only 66 books in the Bible, but really there was over hundreds of scriptures, of hundreds of books that were recorded, but that, but the Catholic church, the white Catholic church, Roman Catholic church only gave you 66. Let me show you why. Jubilee 1 and 18. And I will hide my face from among them and I will deliver them into the hand of the Gentiles for captivity. Wait a minute. Go to any church right now, any white church in America, in Britain, Russia, anywhere on the planet earth where there's white people in charge and go there and ask them who they are in the Bible. And I promise you, they're going to say they the Gentiles. I 100% promise you they're going to say they are the Gentiles. So if they are the Gentiles, I will deliver them into the hands of the Gentiles. Now, the Jewish people ain't delivered into the hand of the Gentiles. Who right now can go stand in court right now in the court in America right now and be judged unfairly compared to anybody else in the court system? President Donald Trump had to pass a law. They advocated for a law, criminal justice reform for the First Step Act, where they had to tell the judges, don't sentence this black man five times more than what you sentence this person. This is a fact. This is just one presidency ago. Right? So it says that these same people that were scattered 400 years ago to all nations, the nations they were going to be scattered to, listen to this, is the Gentile nations. And look what it says they were going to be scattered to the Gentile nations for captivity and for prey and for devouring. And I will remove them from the midst of their land and I will scatter them amongst the Gentiles. That's why this book of Jubilees was taken out of the Bible, because right now you'd be saying in the last days, well, wait a minute, if there's a people about to be gathered from the Gentiles, who are the people that were scattered amongst the Gentiles? I'm preaching right now. The action of saving or being saved from something or somewhere to be rescued, to be vindicated, to be delivered. And we have already established that you have to be captured in order to be rescued. Juneteenth. So as we celebrate 
this Juneteenth, the freeing of the scattered people or the so-called black people in the United States of America and worldwide. I am also going to celebrate Juneteenth as the prophesied freedom of the scattered people or the black people from the United States. So the, the law was passed for us to celebrate uh, the scattered people uh, being freed in the United States, but I'm celebrating Juneteenth, the prophesied promises from the Most High God that says that we are going to be free from the United States of America, from the captivities that we were scattered to, from the 400 years of mistreatment, oppression, and tribulation that we have faced. I am celebrating the scattered people being saved, rescued, and gathered from our current condition in these last days. First Chronicles 16 and 35, look at this. Then say, save us, O God, of our salvation and deliver us from the nation. Oh, to be saved, to have salvation is just <laughs> in the root word. Listen, it is to be saved, salvation, deliverance, to be delivered from something, from somewhere. To be delivered from the nations, the Holy Scriptures defines itself. Jubilee 1 and 14. And after this, they will turn to me from amongst the Gentiles with all their heart and with all their soul and with all their strength. And look at what God is going to do. And I will gather them from amongst the Gentiles. You're going to be gathered from amongst Joe Osteen's people. You're going to be gathered from amongst Billy Graham's people. See, this is the Scriptures they don't want to hear. This is why they want me gone. They want me banned. They don't want me out here preaching this word, true word. They want you to just keep staying in your mind that the kingdom of heaven is coming and that it's in the here and the afterlife. It's going to be in another time. Not that you're going to have it right here, right here on earth. Oh, Lord, help me with this. Zephaniah th uh, 3 and 20. At that time, I will bring you in. Even at that time, I will gather you together, gather you from all nations. I will give you renown and praise, fame and praise among all peoples on the earth when I restore your fortunes before your very eyes. They want you to believe that you're going to get your fortunes one one day when you die most of the churches in the whole world especially those in the gentile nations in america are just preaching to us that once we die we will receive payment right in the heaven in the heavens not that the kingdom of heaven, as the prayer says, is coming right here to earth. God is going to give you your fortunes. Listen to this. Restore your fortunes right before your very eyes, right here today in these last days. Jeremiah 16 and 14. I'm almost finished. However, the days are coming, declares the Lord. When it will no longer be said, listen to this. As surely as the Lord lives, who brought the Israelites up out of Egypt. But it will be said as surely as the Lord lives, who brought the Israelites up out of the land of the north and out of all the countries where he had scattered them. For I will restore them to their land that I gave to their ancestors. There's coming a day, the scripture is saying, that no longer, because you go to every church on the planet, all they're preaching about is Moses and how the children of Israel came up out of Egypt, not even seeing the parallel between your life today and our ancestors that were in the children that were that, that were the children of Israel in Egypt in that captivity. But the Bible says that a day is coming that we're no longer going to speak about Egypt, but we're going to speak about how God delivered his people from every nation on the earth that he had scattered them in, particularly in the Gentile nation. So as you celebrate Juneteenth today, Lord help me. Remember those that were freed from the bondage of chattel slavery and the sacrifices that they made for us to be here today.
It is honorable. Florida, thank you. It is honorable for us to honor and give praise and renown to our ancestors and to the tribulations that they endured during those times. But I also want you to remember the Most High God, Elohim, Yahweh, Yahuwah, who has promised to deliver us from the lands that we were born captives in, from the lands that we have been born second-class citizens in, from these lands where we have, listen to this, collectively as a people, we have been born into poverty. Remember the scriptures where he says that he's going to deliver us into a land that's flowing with milk and honey. Oh, it's starting to make sense now. Remember the scriptures where he says that he is going to place us in a high position in the world, high above all the peoples on the earth. He's going to make us the premier people on this planet again. He will make us the lenders and not the borrowers. Our faces will be on the currencies, not theirs. We will set the laws and the regulations for the world. They want me to sugarcoat the scriptures. They want me to just preach to make them feel good, but let God be true and every man a liar. Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Lord, I thank you. God, we praise your high holy day. Lord, we thank you. Mm, we honor you. Lord, we thank you. God, we thank you. Juneteenth. Receive this message in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiply. To be absent from the body is to be present with God in heaven. God said, in this time, I will show you my chosen people. There is no more need for any arguments, y'all. You can come off the street corners from preaching. God said, in this time, I will show you my chosen people. There's no need for us to have no arguments online. There's no need to go back and forth with the comments this time. This time, God said, you will see my power in this day. And all we got is a pair of Jordans and my nice car outside, okay? And that's it. That's it. We should have assets just like they do. They got a whole country with that same amount. So that tells that should tell us that it's our decision making. That should tell us that we don't need reparations, but we need reconciliation. We need to start operating our lives as a nation within a nation. See, I'm preaching already, but y'all don't hear me, right? God told Rebecca that there is two nations within your womb. God, I'm preaching. Even though Jacob and Esau was brothers, they were twin brothers. But God said to them, if there were two nations in your womb. So we are a nation inside of a nation. That's all right. I, I, I'm going to have to quit already. I, I can't find nobody in here tonight. Uh, um. God says, observe, therefore, all the commands I am giving you today so that you may have what? So that you may have strength. Observe, therefore, all the commands that I am giving you today so that you may have strength. So a giant, uh, giant, you must remember that your strength comes from the Lord. Uh, no man shall stand before you all the days of your life, but you must know where your power comes from. Your power is not in your hair. Your power is not in man. Your power is not in your followers. Your power is not in your likes. Ah, I'm preaching. Your power is not in your views, but your power comes from your obedience to God. I'm preaching right now.